When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Current conditions, 1.1. I know it's winter. Two reasons why. Kimpy's in a jacket, and Just Ask Me's back at the races. Morning, Kimpy. <laughs> Morning, mate. Yes, he is back at the races, and yeah, it is starting to get cold. We know that winter's here when uh, the old boy's preparing for a couple of big races this year. And I'll just say that. He's preparing himself to get ready for a couple of big races starting this weekend. Uh, just asked me. He's back out and uh, had a little chat to Al Sherrick. Um, you know, he's had a pretty good season, Al, like a, like a number of our, our trainers around the country. Robbie Patterson down there as well has, has had a good season. Oh, Lisa Ladder's had an unbelievable season um, as far as winning Group 1s. But it is that time of the year, Louis. Um, Harwood yesterday with the jumps races, first first one of the day. And, uh, yeah, I guess now, now we know Now we know from now on, now on in, no firm tracks. <laughs> it's all done. It's, it's all, all done. done, mate. We're, we're, we're uh, ankle deep in mud from here on out, and that's what we want for Just Ask Me, mate. It is fresh down here. Uh, Izzy usually says it first thing in the morning, ooh, we walking that, you know, that 10-metre walk from his house to his pool house. Yes, that's a real-life sentence. He usually says it's fresh. Well, this abandoned building, I mean, it's, uh, it's got a very frosty feeling to it this morning, and we've got a, a warm show to heat the country up because... Wow, we've got live sport this morning. Uh, we've got Premier League action. Arsenal versus Man City. Look, I, neither you or me, Kimpy, are the biggest Premier League week-in, week-out fans, but I bet you we both know the gravity of this. This is the one, if you were going to watch a regular season, if you were going to watch a football game, a league football game this year, this would be the one, wouldn't it? Oh, 100%. You know, like Arsenal basically had the, had the title wrapped up, didn't they? And then have gone their last three with... Um, games drawing, and when Manchester City have sort of hit some form and won their last five, so it it's just it's theatre, isn't it? Like mm-hmm. it always is in the Premier League. I remember playing over in England and coming down to the back end of the season. You just had it wasn't just the top end of the of the of the table; it was the bottom end of the table fight to stay in, and the theatre week in week out of teams being juggled around in that top and bottom of the table. Um, I watched Leeds and Leicester play yesterday uh, for that one-all draw. You know, it's and and they just, they're right on the tip of relegation as well. Um, the one at the top with Manchester City and Arsenal, I've got to say, if Man City win this today, they win the title. You'd think so. It's that simple, yeah. And, and if Arsenal, well, <laughs> I'll tell you what, they're going to have to take, they're going to have to take their medicine as a proverbial Chokers, because they've choked. <laughs> They're going to have to put their big boy pants on to, to stop this as well, because the, it's not this area bleeding, but they've drawn their last three, Kimpy, while Man City has just been mowing them down methodically. Fred de Jong, he is all things football in this country. It's We're big fans of Fred de Jong. Yeah, I know you're a big fan of him. I'm a massive fan of him. The Phoenix have a do or die, a must-win game this weekend. The football ferns are well, preparing for their World Cup on home shores as well. So there's so much football to talk about. We'll do that in the 7 o'clock. 
hour, but we've got plenty else, uh, plenty more coming up as well, including some NBA. Uh, we're going to go to Canada, actually. There's a couple of Canadian protagonists still getting around the league at the moment. We're going to go to Canada and talk some hoops as it's very busy in playoff time in the NBA. And then after eight, more than an athlete, I know you're very fond of this bloke. Yeah, look, and it's a really good story too, Sione Fomuina, who, you know, I was in Canberra, we are playing Canberra um, when I was coaching and, and we Sione was playing for them. He went over as a junior Kiwi and he was playing for Canberra at the time, 19 years of age, and uh, he was best mates with Mutu Tony. And we spoke to Mutu Tony whether or not he could get Sione around to come and chat to us, you know, he was playing uh, second grade at the time, and we just saw the potential in him, you know, um, that he he could really turn it on. And I'll never forget just sitting down in the in the uh, hotel foyer with him and Mutu, myself and Daniel, and just talking to him about life and, and coming back to New Zealand. And, and well, well, so be it, he decides to come home and, and really turn it on and, and, and hit some pretty good heights at the Warriors, but went on this pretty... Uh, how can you say it? bumpy bumpy road? You, that's that's all I'll say. Um, through that period of you know becoming a football star, and in amongst mm-hmm. um, being a young bloke and, and having a lot of anxiety as well. And and I really want to touch on that, that story today of how he went through that and got himself out of it because his journey to the fight for life, which is on tonight, um, has been phenomenal. You know he's dropped something like twenty seven kilos. Uh, he's never boxed before, which is really scary because he's in against DJ Forbes, which DJ Forbes will stand in the ring and just throw punches. He's that fit. He ain't going to blow. And Sione's admitted that he hit the he hit the pads for a couple of minutes um, when he <laughs> first that. jumped in and, and got gassed. And I know that because I've seen him hit pads at training, and I know he does get gassed, but he... He has got a big engine, Sione. Um, he he's got a big engine when he's playing, but it's that it's that transition. I, I see this, Louis, with a lot of young people, and of course, I've been through it myself. Is that when you're 20, you're sort of still growing up. You know what I mean? And then you get to like 27, 28, and and it's like a penny drops, and you go, oh man, I've got to sort of get on with it. You know, all my mates are getting on, like they're having children, um, they're getting married. You know, they're starting to get themselves into work. And then they get into their 30s and they go, oh, yeah, I'm, now I'm in life. And they're sitting home and the wife's cooking your tin dinner and you start to put on a little bit of weight and, you you know, your training's starting to go downhill. And then you're in your 40s and it's like you can either be really comfortable or you can be really uncomfortable. And I just want to hear about that journey from him. And he's, you know, been at the highs and the lows. He's played for his country. Um, and he's just at – look – He's just a good bloke at heart. And his story in and around that mental health, one of the biggest things that we never had when we were we were coming through as coaches and even players in my time um, was all this advocacy around mental health. And that's what the story is about today with Sione. 100%. He's very fond of what Mike King does. I Am Hope is all over and, and really what Fight for Life's about tonight, as well as some professional bouts, but I Am Hope and what Mike King has been able to do. And, and I know that's something Sione's passionate about, just doing a bit of reading this morning. And the other thing, Kempi, is Match Fit, uh, the league version of the show that Bailey Mackey's put together is running at the same time. So Sione's had a, a really good lead up here to get himself in some serious nick. I read that he's lost nearly 35 kgs heading here over the last wee while, over the last six months. So he's, he's almost down to his playing weight, can you believe it? So, um, oh, getting a chance to talk to someone that's got a, a, a proper 
fight on this evening. I mean, very good of him to take out. Cool. I'd be absolutely packing myself in the hotel. <laughs> yeah. Well, I don't think he'd be sleeping. You know what I mean? I, you know, he's uh, probably been up all night, starting to get really nervous about now because once you open your eyes, it's like, well, man, this is the day. You know, I'm going to mm. have to jump in that ring and there's nowhere to hide. Um, we, we know Fight for Life. It's a, it's a really, really good night. Um, but there's a good card. I look at that card and I go, man, there's some humdingers on in there tonight. Like DJ Forbes and Sione is a good a good fight, but Liam Misson and Justin Hodges, that's like, oh hang on, like Liam is he can box, and we've seen that. And Justin Hodges is just you know his last fight was with Gallon. Uh, I'm looking forward to to that one. Uh, and then we've got a couple of professional belts on too, you know. So uh, I spoke to I told you I ran into Dean Lonigan last week walking down walking down uh, Ponsonby. He goes to Bambina. Uh, Bambino, I think the name of the cafe is down in, on Ponsonby Road all the time, and he's coming out of it. And he's um, he's moved back to New Zealand. Dino, he's got a couple of pro boxers over over in Australia, but he's really concentrating on that boxing game. And of course, him and his son are working together now, and they've got this up and running again. And I I always thought that this was one of the highlights of the year was when they bought Fight for Life um, to the market, and it's good to see it back on the on the calendar now. Well, it truly is a staple of the New Zealand sporting calendar. And speaking of Australia and boxing as well, uh, very interesting to see Joseph Parker, who yeah. I think it's probably fair to say has moved into a different phase of his career now. His contract with Boxer up in the UK, the promoter, has finished. He will be fighting in Melbourne, of all places, next against um, Brisbane-based Samoan, Fanga or Pu. Opalu. So that's what's going on coming up next month. David Neek is going to be on that card as well. But uh, interesting to see where Joseph Park is at in his career. So there's a bit of boxing news around, Kempi, and we can chat all morning about that. I totally agree. Liam Messam and Justin Hodges. Oh, that is a doozy. Uh, before the end of the show, you and the boys are getting your flu shots as well with our friends at Chemist Warehouse. You got your arms ready? Yeah. Look, I, I thought about it uh, first thing when I woke up this morning. I had a little bit of hay fever with me and the boys this, um, the last couple of days. Neep's in there. He's tensing up. Um, so, yeah, look, we're looking forward to it. We did it last year with Asman, you know, great. Great supporters uh, of SENZ, the Chemist Warehouse. I'm looking forward to them coming in and having a chat. And, uh, yeah, put another needle in my arm and give me that uh, that booster for the for the winter. I don't know, you know, like, I know Joe said, you know, he's he's not, he doesn't believe it. He doesn't believe that winter's here. Come on, he's been robbed for summer, of a summer. Um, if we've been robbed of a summer, what is our winter going to be like? Should we get it? Like, serious question. We'll, we'll poll the group here, Joey, Neeps, Yukimpi. Let's poll the group. Should we genuinely get a meteorologist on the show next week? Well, it'd be good to know, you know, like, I've been around for a number of decades, eh, boys? <laughs> you know? So I've seen <laughs> a few seasons, and I've got to say, probably the last six, seven, eight seasons have been pretty damn good. You know what I mean? So summers have been pretty good. And then this last year, last two years, it started to get a bit wobbly. I would like to know what the hell's going on with the planet. I think it's a great idea to get someone in to tell us about it. Joe, can you go and source us some sort of... Can you go knock on MetService? We're not in the same building as the MetService anymore, but can you go and find us some sort of uh, um, climate scientist? 
I've actually still got my key card to the TAB building and they work in the same building as Met Service, so I can go in there and start asking some questions because I think this is conspiracy going on. I'm not happy. I can't <laughs> believe summer's over. <laughs> this is not okay. I guess we just need to be careful of treading uh, too close to the line and getting um, cancelled by the far right or the far left. Uh, <laughs> when you start talking, throwing around words like climate. No, but seriously, Kempi, I agree. Like, What, what sort of winter are we going to get? Are the tracks going to be bottomless? Uh, is it going to be a Kevin Myers winter or are they going to, you know, the Tony Pikes of the world going to be able to hang on there and, and, you know, rack up a few more wins with their, their dry trackers? I know. I, well, that's exactly right. Like, you know, does, do the tracks stay firm for longer periods of time? We don't know. Or does it just <laughs> get wetter and wetter and wetter and the DNA and the horses start to change and we look at these stallions <laughs> that no one's ever looked at before? You know what I mean? <laughs> well, do you know... Now you're, now you're talking about things that Clado would love. He loves talking about wet and dry track stallions. Stallions like Redwood, that side sharp and smart, who just seem to throw great wet track horses. Um, it's a very interesting, very interesting question. And you actually brought up two weeks ago what the climate was doing to injuries and athletes that are playing on these, these pitches that are more often than not cut up because of their use and uh, the weather. So, look, it's a very good question. Um one that we're not qualified to answer. But next week, maybe midweek, meteorologist. Let's do it.